0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: According to Big Perk, the MVP race is Jason Tatum 1, Giannis Antetokounmpo 2, Devin Booker at 3. How we feeling today, Big
2: Perk? Oh, I'm standing on my list. That's how I'm feeling. Ah, ah, ah. Beautiful! Ah. Giannis! My list is flawless. Anybody that disagree with me, they're the one with the problem. You are entitled to your opinion, <laughs> even if you are wrong. <laughs> wow. Right now, he's the front frontrunner for the MVP. Plenty of time. It's another uh-huh. one. And we can't say enough with Giannis where he got the Milwaukee Bucks at right now. Down. We talk about Devin Booker. Now, if anybody has a problem with this list, shame on them.
1: <laughs> uh, what a night it was in the NBA and what a night it was for our friend Kendrick Perkins MVP list. I am joined by Richard Jefferson and the aforementioned Mr. Perkins himself. I guess this is a rhetorical question, Perk. How you feel, How you feel about your MVP list?
2: I mean I mean you know they had one individual yesterday was like oh you're entitled to your opinion but just because you say your opinion doesn't make you right I'm wrong no I'm not wrong no, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I'm actually standing up here right now. I'm sitting here right now, Which you <laughs> and I'm standing, just feeling, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. You're feeling yourself. Okay. All,
1: All right. right. Well, uh, Perk, I guess when you speak, Caesar uh. listens. So let's take a look. We're gonna we're gonna take a look. We're gonna run through some of the play from yesterday evening because there's an updated list of odds, and we're going to get to that.
0: There's
1: an updated list. Jason oh. Tatum 1 for MVP betting favorite. Luka Doncic 2. Giannis Atentecumpo three. So Jason Tatum now in the lead. Remember yesterday it was Luka Doncic? Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. So speaking of Devin Booker, let's start there with your number three candidate and go to the Suns versus the Bulls yesterday because uh, Devin Booker, you see that look? You see that face right there? That's the look of a man who's about to go absolutely
3: bonkers. Yes, Devin Booker was putting on an absolute show. And look, the best thing that I like about Devin Booker is that he does it in a variety of ways. He can just hit you with pull-ups, hit you with threes. He just has such an efficient first half. Well,
1: he had 25 points in the first half, 10 of 14 shooting. He kept it going in the third quarter. The Suns up 19. Devin Booker extends that lead as he pulls up for three, and then the next possession here gets in the lane. A little
3: left-handed hook shot. Unis though, Malika. This is what I grew up on. These these unis are some of the cleanest in the game. I'm glad these retros are back, and I think Devin Booker is too.
1: Well, and then I think the crowd, they may agree with Devin, with, with, with what Perk is saying about Devin Booker because he pulls up for three here. And then take a listen to the crowd.
2: Say it louder.
1: Say it louder. Say it louder. Oh, my goodness. Well, Booker drains another three there. Oh, they're beating up on the Bulls. Relax. Relax. Watch Devin Booker here, though. Goes in for the steal, gets it, goes all the way, slams it down with authority. Even Kevin Durant would take notice saying 20 of 25, that
3: is ridiculous, Devin Booker. I mean. Yeah, and Kevin knows he put up a similar stat like that against Orlando. Same quality of team, Chicago and Orlando. Suns win, here's Devin Booker. <laughs>
2: what did you know you read that song? Did you want me to hit the Javon Carter? When I woke up. Or Katie. When I wake up. <laughs> When I woke up.
1: up. So take a look at Devin Booker's last two games, 44 points on Monday, followed by 51 points last night. It's the sixth time Booker has scored 90 points or more in a two-game span, and no one else in Suns history has done that even once. So Devin Booker is tied for sixth in the MVP odds with Kevin Durant. Why doesn't he get enough MVP love here, Rich?
3: I don't don't know. That's a great question. Well, look, even when he was... Multiple times uh, Devin Booker has been an addition to the All-Star Game. Even when his performance was quality, even when his team uh, was was tops in, in, in the conference, he was an addition. I don't know. There's something about Devin Booker that, that people don't give him the love that he deserves. And the crazy thing about Devin Booker is that he is one of those stars that he showed up on the scene, he's been consistent with one team, he has done everything that you could ask for if you want a star in an organization, and when you put talent around him, and it started in the bubble once he got that talent started it in the bubble and then after that he has continued to ascend as one of the best players in this league parker
2: and, that, and that's the only thing you could say out of all the things he's doing right now with, with no Chris Paul, no Jay Crowder. Cam Johnson is out right now. DeAndre Ayton has not played up to a high level this season consistently. And most importantly, they have the best record in the Western Conference, a top three record in the league. See, again, we're going back to this. Devin Booker is not only putting up the numbers, but he's winning basketball games. Number one in the Western Conference. So he should get a lot more love. And it starts with guys like you, Richard, what? so that you can't continue to move whoa, the goalposts or do things that's whoa, convenient for them. Whoa, when, you bring up, whoa. No, whoa. when you bring up guys like Luka Doncic that's sitting at a 500 record, instead of acknowledging what Devin Booker is doing right now, not just individually, but his team. Is winning games at the top of the Western Conference?
3: Would you rather have Devin Booker or Luka Doncic?
2: I mean, right now, I mean, Devin Booker went to the finals. Devin Booker went to the finals. And Dallas yeah, went to
3: the Delich just went to the went conference to the finals. finals last year. Devin Booker yeah, just went to the con- yeah, like, come yeah. on now. He so-
2: went, Devin Booker went to the finals. Devin Booker went to the finals.
3: Devin Booker team is at the top of the list. And, so. and I didn't I didn't say anything negative. But I, I just said wanna. Luca should have been in the top five. I didn't have a problem with Devin well, Booker. My, my issue was with Tyrese Halliburton. My issue was with Tyrese Halliburton. You can. All right,
1: that bell means we're going to keep counting down Kendrick uh, Perkins' list. Let's get to Giannis Antetokounmpo and what he did last night in Madison Square Garden against the New York I can't Knicks. And him. Parker Giannis.
3: Oh, I love (laughs) Giannis. Yeah, that's that's
1: what I thought you meant, just being very clear here. All right, 11 minutes to go here in the third. The game's tied. 47, Giannis. Giannis is 6'11, 200. Watch what he does to RJ Barrett. This is
3: what I'd do to perk if I could see him right now. <laughs> Just treat him like a little kid. That, Get him that's out the way. Grown man basketball. Yeah, but look, this is the thing about yeah, and look, the score right now. Giannis is doing everything he can. He talking about, oh narrative, he's doing it without Chris Paul. You know who's not out there? Chris Middleton. Wasn't hasn't been there all season long. All season long, and where's their team rank? Okay, exactly. But we go to the fourth quarter. Five and a half minutes left here. The Bucs up by three.
1: Giannis elevates,
3: throws it down. Can we give a little love to the Knicks out here? Look, that's a very good Milwaukee team that they're out there battling with. Well, the Bucs are going to
1: win this one 94-89. Giannis finished with 37-13 rebounds. Bucks would win 109-103. He also had seven assists. It, it kind of looked effortless for him, though, on the offensive side. Perk, do we take nights like this somehow from Giannis for granted?
2: Uh, we take Giannis for granted overall and mm. I think we, we're we getting bored with his greatness and I, I said this uh, a few times when we was on the show like we're starting to treat Giannis like LeBron when he was in Cleveland because it's the norm. Like every single night you could bet it that Giannis is going to have 30 plus points, you know, 12 plus rebounds, and now he's adding the assist to his game, and we're just like, oh, that's just Giannis. No, it's not just Giannis. That's just the most dominant player in the league. That's just the most, to me in my eyes, the best player in the game today, right? So when I see this out of Giannis and his greatness, who is just scratching the surface of his prime, by the way, we have to acknowledge him even more and not get bored, because Giannis does so much for the game of basketball. He's always Available, he never cheats us, he always hold himself accountable, and he's always delivering in the moments when we want him to deliver.
3: Let me say this, and, and I, I want to make sure that everyone in America understands this. I agree with Kendrick Perkins.
1: Whoa, whoa, all right. I'm not, I'm not even gonna give you a chance to keep going because I'm
2: afraid where this I is agree
3: gonna with, go. I, agree, I, I agree with Kendrick, I agree with Kendrick. There you go, That's let's fine. get
2: to the number one. I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad you... I'm, I'm glad he's letting the public know because he always agreed with me behind closed doors. No, that's he a lie. Just put
3: on he, I, I knew this was just going to go now off. He's of the rails. Now he's lying. Now you're Let's lying. Let's get to your he-
1: leader, Perk. <laughs> it is St. Louis's own Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum also went off in the Celtics game against the Heat. It's Perk's number one MVP candidate as we are sitting here right now. And he's playing in front of some special guests, Prince William and Princess Kate. Tatum, he had it going early, scoring 28 points in the first half on 9 of 14 shooting,
3: Rich. Well, it, it's, not, it's It's not. the volume and which guys are scoring, but it's also the efficiency. Which, with Kevin Durant a few nights ago we just saw with Devin Booker, and then here that first half by Jason Tatum was flawless.
1: Well, and then in the third quarter here, Tatum gets that one to go. I
3: I don't understand how the scoring is so up. I don't care about the take fouls. I don't care about the three-point percentage. Like, Jason Tatum is playing elite, high-level basketball. But again, he was a first-team All-NBA last year, Perk. That's not something that's like, you know what, the first-team All-NBA guy is going to have an MVP-caliber season the next year. That is not this reach. That's not a hot take. That's just called a take.
1: Perk, how are you feeling watching your guy playing last night?
2: Uh, I felt right because I said this he is the number one candidate right now for us MVP candidates and no one could deny that and I get it it's a long list of players but Jason Tatum attacking the basket and playing with this passion is the Jason Tatum I've been waiting on. He came back with a chip on his shoulder, and he wants that title of being the best player of the NBA along with winning the MVP. shine with it.
1: Prince Williams saying he's very good. Under a minute left to go here. Tatum trying to go for 50. The three rims out. He would finish with 49 points. Here's Jason Tatum after the game.
4: You know, when I was in layup lines today, The birthday boy, Grant, um, did his best LeBron impersonation and told me I was going to score 50 today. Uh, So I just kept that in the back of my mind as I
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, it's Let's time go. for one of my favorite segments then. Perk, what did you tweet after this game?
3: Uh, your favorite segment.
1: My favorite segment. You saw
2: what I tweeted <laughs> after this game. You know what I tweeted. Here it go right here. If Jason Tatum continues to play at this level with the passion, they will be riding on those ugly-ass duck <laughs> folks from Beantown come late June. I don't see any team beating the Celtics in the seven-game series. Carry the hell on. We gonna get on those duck boats, Perk? I think we should. I mean, I already didn't roll them through, I didn't already roll on the duck boat, you know what I'm saying, through Levine Town, you know what I'm saying, in a humble way. I say that with (laughs) with all humbleness. But look, here's the thing, right? Jason Tatum playing the way that he's playing right now. And the way that this Celtic roster is currently constructed, Jalen Brown, you know, all-star caliber player, Marcus Smart has taken a tremendous leap at the point guard position, proving a lot of people wrong and worked on his game, his IQ. The addition of Malcolm Brogdon, Derek Wright, they still don't even have Robert Williams. Big Al Horford mixing it up. Look, if this team, if Jason Tatum is playing like this for the rest of the season consistently, no team in the NBA is going to beat them in the seven-game series. Don't come with the Chris Middleton was out. You know, Giannis and them still knocking at the door. I don't want to hear none of that. Jason Tatum is on a mission. He told us how he lost sleep. He told us how, how miserable he was after the finals. And he
3: want to complete the mission. There, I said it. Okay, l- l- we're gonna rewind it a-, a quarter of a second. I agree with Perks' list except the bottom of it. I did not have Halliburton over over. That's where we're I going. D- we're gonna go to it because I gotta uh, establish yeah, but- this, right? I did that. He's trying to make it seem I was saying Luca over Jason Tatum. That's not what we were issuing. Jason Tatum. The thing that I find most impressive about this start to you- the season is that he had a shortened summer. When you go to the NBA Finals, you gotta take. Five weeks off, you got to take some time to let your body recover. But once he got back into the lab, he had to work on on everything that he needed to improve on. Especially when we saw it during the NBA Finals, he was struggling to finish. It was there were some inconsistencies in the paint, and now he is out like he's out shooting Giannis in the paint. Giannis is one of the he's the Greek freak. He d- does things that we've never seen before. So yes, to yeah. Perk's point, if Jason Tatum continues yeah. playing at this level, they are going to be the favorites down the stretch now we're only a quarter of the way in the season that means there's three more quarters you don't win any games you don't win any championships in the first quarter you got to keep doing it all four quarters we, we 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 know that but malika didn't
2: yesterday richard had complaints about me having jason tatum at the number one spot because he came on here telling us about how he feel like Giannis should be at the number one spot. But then he comes yes, on here yes. today and says, I, I, no, I had no yes. problem with your yeah, list, yeah, you one, know, two, no three. You, I, I only no, had a problem with four and five. That's what you no, said. I, listen, our producer telling us to
3: bump. We're not going to break yet. We're not <laughs> going to break, Greg. I just want to let you know, I had no issue with your one, two, three. I didn't like the bottom of your list. I talked about that, but I also talked about Giannis needing to be higher on that list because he is doing all of the things. They had one less. They He's had one. They had one. It wasn't high enough. Number two wasn't high enough, in my opinion.
1: Here's the thing. If you disagree with Kendrick's list, there's one thing that we know that will be true. When we do this again, his list will be different. Oh, 100%. And so we can go. We can do that yeah, then. Yeah, he's going to And that's fair. All right. Still to come on <laughs> NBA Today, Perk's top three MVP candidates. They weren't the only players who went off last night. We have highlights from KD and Zion. That's next. Plus. Russell Westbrook not only hit one, he hit two buzzer beaters. So we analyze how the Lakers have won their last six of eight games. And it's the moment that we all look forward to. We're going with Vince Carter. Hey Vince, tell us where we're going.
6: What's up? The (laughs) Emperor?
1: NBA Today is just getting started. Stick with us.
0: We've ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer.
1: Welcome back to NBA today. We have some news out of Milwaukee. Our Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Chris Middleton will make his season debut in Friday's game against the Lakers after having wrist surgery in the offseason. We haven't seen Middleton play, remember, since last spring when he suffered a sprained MCL in game 2 of the first round of the playoffs. For more on Middleton's return, welcoming in now senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what was it that led to this path for clearing Chris Middleton to be able to play?
7: Yeah, Malik, well, I think the, the conversations w- with Chris Middleton, with John Horst, their general manager, his agent, uh, Mike Lindeman with XL, uh, and just, you know, certainly that left wrist, the surgery four months ago, uh, and that rehab, and then certainly his conditioning uh, in returning to a Milwaukee team. That's 115 of 20 games this season, second uh, to only Boston in the East. Mm. And now for the Bucks, they get to see what they look like whole. And I think certainly putting Chris Middleton back uh, into this lineup, you know, as we get closer to the trade deadline, I think for Milwaukee taking a look at their whole roster, looking at their bench, where they could still improve. You'll start to see players, you know, ease back into different roles with Middleton's return, but this is a three-time All-Star for them, 20 points a game, and an All-Star season last year. And, of course, you know the Bucs never got to find out uh, whether they could have beaten Boston with him in the conference semifinals. They lost in seven games without him. And now, certainly, uh, a Milwaukee team you know, even more formidable with Middleton's return, and, and that's poised to happen on Friday night against the Lakers uh, on ESPN.
1: And that's also Darvin Ham's return to Milwaukee. Well, you also reported yeah. that Al Horford agreed to a two-year, $20 million contract extension with Boston. What went into this decision by the Celtics?
7: Hey, remember, this is a Boston organization that lost Al Horford in free agency in 2019. Uh, he left for a bigger offer in Philadelphia, got traded to Oklahoma City, and then back... To Boston, but this, I think, for both sides, Al Horford has a chance uh, to, to continue to ride this championship window in Boston. Remember, there was no player in the league's history who had played more postseason games without a Finals appearance last year. This contract takes him to his 39th birthday. It is remarkable. I think the the uh, the Renaissance his career has had the second time around. In Boston, and you know, certainly the role he's played this season with Robert Williams out. Robert Williams will be back. They're hopeful by Christmas. And Al Horford, uh, I think there's just belief that $10 million a year, you know, can continue to play a you know, significant role for the Celtics team, not just on the court, but in the locker room. And now you look at summer free agency, Horford's off the board. You know, and players like Brooke Lopez in Milwaukee, who I think the Bucs would love to re-sign. Nikola Vucevic in Chicago can be a free agent. Jakob in San Antonio. So uh, you see the list of potential free agent centers uh, dwindle by one. Uh, Al Horford back in Boston on a two-year A $20 million extension.
1: Al Horford, such a key piece of that Boston Celtics team, the Heat and the Celtics. They face off once again tomorrow night. Woj, thank you so much. We are going to go coast to coast now. We're going to start with the Nets, who announced that Ben Simmons will miss at least three games with a calf strain. Still, they beat the Wizards behind 39 points from Kevin Durant. You had an up-close and personal seat to KD last week. RJ, what'd you think?
0: He
3: is playing outstanding. Some of the basketball that I've watched him play, we're talking about just effortless, consistent, efficient. What He did against Orlando, putting up almost a 50 ball against those boys. It was so, so impressive. And look, Ben Simmons, the hardest part about Ben Simmons being out right now is he was playing some of the best basketball of the season, the best basketball since he's been back. And unfortunately, he's not going to be able to build on that.
1: Well, let's keep it pushing to the Pelicans. They beat the Raptors by 18. Zion filled up the stat sheet. 33 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks. <gasps> I need to take another <laughs> breath after all that. The Pelicans have won 7 of their last 9 games. Here was Zion oh. after that game.
3: 12 for 15?
4: What was the key to scoring from the very get-go at seemingly whatever clip you wanted? Yeah! Go
3: Zion! <laughs> That. Can you do that for me sometimes? Never. Ne- I, honestly, Yay, I... Yay! Go, Richard! No. no that- oh, oh, God! Oh. <laughs> yo, yo, you didn't sis. Oh. Y'all really? See, our the re- staff
1: is the best. Yo. They scare you a little bit? Yeah, that was not expensive. <laughs> I was like, what? Alyssa.
3: Oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Um, the bell is <laughs> You okay? No, I'm not. I'm, I'll I'm I'm give you a 40. minute. Forty? You can't do that to an old man. we
1: anything you want to say on Zion as you get your your heart rate back down to normal. No. Oh.
3: Sorry. I've been taking baby aspirins. <laughs> Still
1: to come on NBA Today. Don't look now. The Lakers they've won six of eight. What's the biggest reason for the turnaround? We discuss who's stepped up as of late for Los Angeles. Plus. In the history of the NBA, we've never entered December with this many 30-point scorers, but who is the most impressive Richard, Vince, and Perk will discuss. Also, we are minutes away from Vince Carter's upper room. I'm coming for the lead this week. every okay. day Today rolls on after right. this.
3: Yeah, you never know what will happen when you watch the NBA in Stephen A's World. You might see something that leaves me flabbergasted. Maybe something that makes me utterly disgusted. Either way, you're going to have a good time. I can promise you that. Don't miss NBA and Stephen A's World.
6: Now, excuse me. i got to get back to Wilbur. He can't stay frozen for this long. Or he gets cranky.
1: That's right. The NBA in Stephen A's World is back for tomorrow's huge matchup between the Lakers and the Bucks, Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN2 and ESPN+. And speaking of the Lakers, they hosted the Trailblazers last night. Let's go to Crypto.com Arena now, picking it up in the second quarter. 40 seconds left. Lakers up, 61-57. LeBron Whoa. James clear the way.
3: I thought he was going to pull up at first. I'm glad he decided to go do that. And look, Nurkic already learned that a long time ago. He doesn't want to play that game against Braun. But Simons misses there. And oh, my gosh.
1: Shaden Sharp, there is a reason that this young man is in the upper room already. And the next session, six seconds left in the half. Russell Westbrook looking, nails the deep three at the buzzer going ahead here. Midway through the third quarter, the Lakers starting to pull away now. They're up by 12. LeBron James. With
3: that same old trash step-back three. Nails
1: the three. <laughs> Lakers lead by 15. Closing seconds here. Russell Westbrook yeah, again. He drills it from dang near half court.
3: If you're not rooting for Brody, man, there's something wrong with you. you fourth check quarter your heart. here.
1: Under eight minutes left to play. Okay. Lakers up 12. LeBron no-look pass to Austin Reeves in the corner. Reeves have finished with 22 points. Points.
3: But the Lakers, there there is an energy brewing with this squad. They are playing better basketball. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what they figured out, but Anthony Davis is playing outstanding and he's getting quality support. Here's LeBron. We're having some fun after the game. Um, if
6: I...
1: <laughs> okay, I won't say that. I won't say the word after that. Hey,
5: I might up. I might Yeah, up. mother... Yeah, up. mother... Yeah, mother level. Like, get, mother- get on me
1: appreciate the edit LeBron yeah. and you know makes it easier for our
3: production <laughs> you see how yeah. Austin Reeves was like yo get off me bro you see that anybody <laughs> all, nobody else nobody me, saw bro. that yeah nobody else uh, saw uh, that like uh, uh, yo get uh, off me uh, can you I just of... have my moment <laughs> can I have my moment
1: there you go back here with Vince Richard <laughs> and Perk uh, uh, how do we like that post game sound clearly I mean it's pretty good the Lakers they, they've, they've been off to a pretty start they started two and ten they've won six of their last eight their defense ranks fourth in the league in that span their offense went from worst in the league to sixth in the nba with all of that being said i'm curious how we're all seeing this improvement richard i'll start with you here when you're taking into account all of the biggest reasons for the lakers recent success
3: well well look let's let this eight game stretch they're beating the team that they're supposed to beat now look if your numbers are like, defensive efficiency was, was in the middle of the pack, but offensive and three-point percentage, any team would be two and ten over that stretch. So the fact that they have jumped their three-point percentage, and we knew there was guys that were shooting well below their average. It's a matter of getting used to everything, and it's just trying to figure it out. you got a brand-new head coach there. So there was just a lot of different things that they were trying to figure out. And thank God, because we're going to be forced to talk about them, so at least they're playing, like, respectable <laughs> basketball, so it doesn't drive us crazy. That's my only thing. Vince?
6: Anthony Davis being Anthony Davis, alpha dog one, the go-to guy. And it must continue to be that way, in my opinion, for the Lakers to continue to have success. We already know LeBron can take over games whenever he wants, but he has to remain patient, allow Anthony Davis to be this guy that he's being because he's dominating on on the glass. He's dominating in the paint. He's getting guys involved. He's doing it all. And he was doing that when LeBron James was out. And my question Mm. was, can they do it together? Can they coexist together? And we're seeing him right now take over and keeping that mentality. Keep that mentality, big
2: dog. See what happens.
1: What do you think, Perk?
2: I am going with the Brody. You know, Richard just said the spirit, right? It's something about this team that has them playing inspiring basketball. And it's Russell Westbrook. Look, an old man used to tell me, right? My wise man told me, you never know who watching. Well, with Russell Westbrook, we were watching as the media, the front office of the Lakers was watching, the the rest of the league was watching to see if he was going to be able to embrace this role of coming in off the bench, but guess who else was watching? The rest of his teammates, right? So all of a sudden, you see Russell Westbrook embrace this role of coming in off the bench. You see the fans gravitate towards him. You start to hear the MVP chance. You start to see him have that smile and that passion again, and then what else happened? Anthony Davis started playing better, then LeBron James came back mm-hmm. off of injury, and he He's back to being LeBron James. And then you see Austin Reeves, and then you see Lonnie Walker. All those guys are starting to play with that passion, and it started with Russell Westbrook setting the tone. There you go.
1: The Lakers, they start a six game road trip tomorrow at the Bucks. Then they play the Wizards, the Cavs, the Raptors, the Sixers, the Pistons. You can see all of the games right there. Ah, the a lot of winnable games really there. A key stretch for Los Angeles. After the Lakers defeated the Trailblazers on Wednesday, LeBron James concluded his press conference with a question for reporters. James wondered why he hadn't been asked about a photograph of Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. You can see it there on your screen. It shows Jones and a group of white boys blocking six black students attempting to enter North Little Rock High School, a desegregated school, when he had been asked about Kyrie Irving. The 1957 photo was a part of a Washington Post story titled, Jerry Jones helped transform the NFL, except when it comes to race and includes an examination of Jones's failure to hire black coaches. Here's LeBron James.
4: I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am. But I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a Platform. when we do something wrong or or, or something that people don't agree with it's on every single tabloid every single news coverage it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day but it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it but it seems like it's just been buried under like Oh, it happened. Okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it.
1: That was LeBron last night. Richard, your reaction to this?
3: Well, I I think it's tough because I think some people, when they watch that, they don't understand. Like you know, you see clips of LeBron James press conferences, but a lot of times, for a player of his stature and his platform, he's asked about everything all the time did you see this or what were your thoughts on this and even during he uh, the shop episode on Thursday Night Football that he has on Amazon they asked him why he wasn't a uh, a, a Cowboys fan anymore and it was you know he, he said that he had he didn't believe in Jerry Jones and some and the way he had handled some of the stuff during uh, the Kaepernick and the kneeling time and that was that was a big moment because that that made uh, that was a lot of news that all of a sudden LeBron James said this and it was on an NFL broadcast for him to say these things and then to have this Jerry Jones uh, picture come up just a, a, a week or so, two weeks later, he's asked about everything. So a lot of times he's prepared to, like, talk about these things. And then when he doesn't, he's probably surprised. And I, I, I think one, one thing that I, 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 I always remember, when Kyrie was going through his situation and there were so many things and so many people talked about, we talked about on this show, a lot, of th- a lot of things that I were here. Is like, players were notably quiet. That's what we kept hearing. That's what I kept hearing. Players were notably quiet. And so while that, that might have been true, there also was a part where now players are listening and watching and they're recognizing who is notably quiet. And that's the part that I think he has issue with. You can talk about players being notably quiet, but let's also talk about who's notably quiet during these moments. Park?
2: Yeah, and – and that's a great point because I want to add to that, right? So, I mean, the NFL is notably quiet right now, right? So you just think about the whole situation <laughs> in, in general. You don't hear guys like Tom Brady. You don't hear um, Aaron Rodgers. Hell, you don't even hear Bill Belichick speaking on the situation. Why not? Like, I understand where Braun is coming from, and I'm with him. He's right, right? Like, Let's address it. Let's put it out there just like we would do any other athlete or the way that we did Kyrie Irving athlete. But if we're going to hold everybody accountable, let's hold everybody accountable because LeBron James is not, only, is not just the only iconic figure out there in the world that has a powerful voice that people listen to, that people uh, follow, that people look up to as a leader. So at the end of the day, I'm looking at the NFL, and I'm looking at, again, Tom Brady quiet. Aaron Rodgers, quiet. Bill Belichick, quiet. So it's a lot of accountability and a lot of finger pointing we could do all across the board, especially when it comes down to this situation.
1: Vince?
6: I keep, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Where's the lie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With it, with, with, with Perk, what you just said, what LeBron has said, what RJ has said, it's all true. And we have to figure these things out. And, and, and what LeBron is saying is like, you can't point the finger all the time when those three are pointing back at you. So sometimes we got to step up and ask those questions and hold everyone accountable like, like Perk said. And now, what's next? That's for me. What happens now? What's next?
1: In these moments, it's a reminder, right, that our industry, the news industry, the te- television industry, it's predominantly white. And it's our job to check our biases, to examine our biases, and see how we can continue to be better in covering these stories. I, I would encourage everyone to check out The Washington Post's entire reporting, including the final essay by Jerry Brewer. It's it's incredibly poignant. Um, the next chance to see LeBron James and the Lakers, it is tomorrow night. It's right here on ESPN. They play the Bucks at 7.30 Eastern. And the second game of our doubleheader is the Bulls and the Warriors up and Chase Center. Richard and I will be on that. Let's go with JJ Redick and Ryan Rucco coming up on Root. NBA Today with seven, seven 30-point scores going into December. We ask about who the most effortless score is. Is it Steph, KD, Giannis, someone else? Find out. That's next.
0: We're just
3: weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court, it can feel impossible to keep up with but we can help. I'm Brad Milky, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So, kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News. Because staying informed
5: shouldn't feel like a chore. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks predicting upsets winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind hey you never know and if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial you can too anyone can bracket download the ESPN tournament challenge app to play the number one bracket game presented by Allstate I can't do this don't give up thing all by myself this whole fight this journey thing is not a solo venture this is something that requires support
1: the v foundation's stuart scott cancer research fund honors stuart's legacy by awarding grants to scientists who are addressing racial disparities in cancer outcomes and providing opportunities to researchers from diverse backgrounds espn and the v foundation are proud to support this fund in stuart's honor you can support as well by visiting v.org stuart
6: But it's that type of night.
3: He's different. Oh, my God. Oh, the man's jam. Oh, no. The fadeaway three. Good night is right. Unbelievable. Ain't nobody in this game who's got a neck for doing stuff like that. He's a walking bucket.
1: November is behind Do you know Shave November, Richard?
3: Nah, just my back. <laughs> <laughs> You're <not> disgusting.
1: My- <laughs> <laughs> In NBA history, there are seven players averaging 30 points as we enter December. No, I'm picturing you back. Luka, Tatum, Steph, Giannis, SGA, Embiid, KD, all combining to smash the previous record of four 30-point scorers, and that was from the 61-62 season. So bringing everybody back in for this one, you three, have combined for a career 219 30-point games per contribute. <laughs> How many per contribute to that one? <laughs> what are you good? It's, it's fine. I'm um, Y'all have see plenty <laughs> more while playing in the NBA perk. I love you. I will even. St- I, 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 I can't. I, I'm not going to start with you here, but Richard, I'm going to let you get a hold of yourself. Vince, who out of the I'm seven making player. the scoring look easy, who do you think is making it look the most effortless?
6: The F most effortless? Yeah. Uh, man, you could pick anybody on that list. I, mean, I think a KD. Mm. Uh, I think the loudest, for sure, the loudest is is um, Giannis. I'm going to pick Giannis as far as the loudest. Like His 30 balls are you, when you, it's painful when he beats on you.
3: All right. Richard? Uh, for me, it, it's got to be Kevin Durant. Like He's shooting 55% Uh, From the field, that's 2% greater than anybody else in the top 10. He is shooting less field goals than everybody else in the top 10. He just does it with an ease that we've never seen before and we probably won't see again.
1: Okay, so we said Luka, Tatum, Steph, Giannis, Embiid, SGA, KD. Out of all of these elite scorers, Perk, your team's down by one. The the clock's ticking down. Time's winning down. Which one of these guys do you want taking the game-winning shot?
2: right now this season oh here we go i'm going with sga oh, here and, we go. man, people could <laughs> people could trip out and say what they want but i've seen him close so many games so many times he's come up big for oklahoma city thunder i've yep. seen i've seen peers former and current players tweet out on the performances that he has had this season we're talking about this season not right. overall career I'm putting I'm putting Shay up there with the best of them, and I'm taking him right now in, in the fourth quarter, game on the line. Go get me a bucket to seal the deal.
3: Got an answer to that, Rich? You know what? No, because I, I'm not gonna disrespect Shay. He's having an outstanding season. Perk is right. Him knocking down game winners. Now, while we might disagree about who's gonna get that bucket, right, I think that Shay is having an outstanding season, so I, I got I got nothing. You got no qualms with that, Vince? Congratulations, Shay. Yeah. I leave it alone. I, I, hey, he's, he's, hey, he is great for right everybody. It's great for everybody.
1: Well, how about this? What about we go to a very special place, Vince? I think it is time we head Ooh. to the Upbo
6: Room. Man, we gotta take it. We gotta take it there, cause man, these boys are wild.
1: NBA Today will be back after this. <laughs>
6: Do you have what it takes to enter the upper room? Show me what you got. Welcome to the upper room. upper baby. ridiculous finish from It's over. It's over.
1: Tell the people, where are we headed, sir?
6: To the upper room. room. I'm looking for a little bit of this over here. You see that? Upper room. Let's go. We are going to the upper room.
1: And just to remind everybody at home, this is how it works. This is a segment where we talk about our favorite dunks. And as a reminder, we will present humbly our nominees to Vince Carter. And then at the very end, he will pick the winner and who gets to go into the upper room. And since I won last week. I am going to start and humbly present to you Vince Carter, one Mr. Miles Turner. Because guess what? When you are playing big men and ooh. you are a big man, you need to show up and show out. Uh, what you got to say about that one?
6: I saw this. This is aggressive. Like you, you know, you know, we talk about attitude and this levels. He brought oh. attitude. You see here, like that's aggression. Like, that ooh. Is like nasty. this moment, he felt.
3: Bad decision. Yeah, I just like, made a bad decision. He didn't even take it. He leaned away from the charge. It was so beautiful right. that in he was the like, moment. I'm taking this charge. No I'm, not. no, I'm not. When I
1: saw that, I was like, "This is this is it. This is the pick." Like uh, Kirk, under Blake. You think you can? You think you can top that, Kendrick? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that was okay. Look, but it's about consistency, okay? And this guy right here, VC, has been popping bottles in the upper room consistently, spending money in the upper room on a consistent basis, week in and week out, and we're talking Why about John Moran, and this shit matters. <laughs> Always. Every single time he gotta prove his love to the upper room, forget the new nominees. Stick with your good clients, your faithful clients, <laughs> the ones who's coming in there spending money. Look at this here. Ah, the degree of difficulty with this, Vince, you know as a dunker, to have to grab it with your left, bring it back to the right, and throw it down on the run, off of one leg. Hey, John Morant, consistency, my brother. Hmm. Popping bottles every week.
1: Not bad, not bad. Richard, how about you?
3: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there was a lob there by John Morant, so it was connection teammate to teammate. You could see it coming, right? Miles Turner, mm-hmm. he got the ball. He saw the lane. Do you know how hard it is to catch a ball that's being shot off the glass and time it. That ball was caught behind his head. He didn't reach for it. Watch this. I'm gonna go get it and come on now. Come on now. That takes 12 things to go right in order for that. Look at this. Look, he timed it, he caught it, finished it, flushed it, and let everybody and in up. and let everybody in the building know there was only one dunk on our whole presentation that let everybody know it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident, just pure skill, mm. pure ability.
1: All right, so we have presented RJ, the nominees. He was still
3: going up. Right, he was still. There
1: are levels to this we know. Vince, what do you think? Who's going to the upper room?
6: There are levels, let me see, we got, Malika, you had. Miles Turner. Okay. He's killing the drop. you had. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> I. I I don't promote underage
6: drinking. I don't promote underage drinking. But welcome back, Mr. Shaden Sharp.
3: Welcome back to the upper room, baby. Time, Shane. Two times, Shaden. Two times. Look, sometimes, look, I, like I, understand, I, don't, I don't blame. Connection. I don't blame. I do not blame Perk. I don't even blame Malika. Right? Like, there's only certain people that understand the difficulty of these things. Normally, Perk is under there getting dunked on, so he's seeing it from a very different mm. angle. He doesn't understand the greatness Correct. of it. So, I'm just gonna say, Shaden Sharp, you are an elite, elite dunker. Two times, man, upper room. Congratulations, young fella. Shaden
1: mm. Sharp, two Ooh, times upper room. So, where brother. does that? But where does that Look put us this. in the leaderboard? Okay, so Perk is still number one. Vince. Right. Hey, so, you and I are down at the bottom, Rich. Yeah, that's to, fine. That's fine. I'm from the
3: bottom. I'm from the bottom.
1: NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. 60
3: seconds? <laughs> what was that? I don't know.
7: They need more from Luca than they've ever needed. The bump in the fatal touches. 40.
6: Points for Luka Doncic.
4: And Luka ties the great Navisky. And
3: that's... he's 23. I was just gonna
0: he's say it. 23 years old.
1: Before we wrap up today's show, we have to quickly preview the only game on tonight's slate, the Mavericks at the Pistons, and Luca's averaging 33-8-8. Eight eight. That's a combined 49 points, rebounds, and assists. And oddsmakers have his total for those categories set at 48-and-a-half tonight. So, Vince, taking the over or under real quick?
6: See, yes, for sure, without a doubt. Taking Triple the over. double There you over.
3: go. Rich? Well, I think I'm going to take the under only because I don't know if he's going to play that long. I lied. I might have said the over on the chart. They're going to be mad. But I'm going to take the under because I don't think he the did. Detroit Pistons, he's not going to play in the fourth. Uh, Perk? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it?
1: He's just like I'm this. We're go going over under
2: if he don't play in the fourth, he's going to get it done in three quarters. <laughs> Pistons, I feel sorry for your loss.
1: <laughs> That's going to do it for us. NFL Live is coming up next. We will or see last tomorrow. Team, really, I don't know what you I'm going to do.